This is a GRDC podcast. Grain grower Nick Gillett farms at Ben Cubbon in Western Australia's eastern wheat belt. For Nick's farming system to prosper, he needs to improve his soil, which is mostly sandy, acidic soil. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. Like most farmers with this issue, Nick's been buying agricultural lime to improve the pH and productivity of his acid soils. So Nick's been trialling the use of an alternative lime source found on his own farm. And his story is one of a number of grower case studies you'll find in a new GRDC online publication called Locating and Assessing On-Farm Lime Sources. Our podcast begins with Nick explaining to Deb Bishop what he found when he investigated what type of agricultural lime was available on his own farm. Uh, we did identify a spot on our farm that we could um, that had some soil had some really good neutralising value, but not fantastic. But it was enough that we could make it work um, and um, drive our costs down and actually get some more um, spreading done. So cost clearly though is the driving factor here. Initially, cost is the driver because not so much that we want to bank the saving; we actually want to get more spreading done because that's. That's our biggest issue is just being able to, we're playing catch up in the um, in the pH war and we're just trying to get as much spreading done as we can given our financial and economic constraints. So what is that catch up in the pH war for you? What does that actually mean? Uh, well basically a lot of the pHs um, in the top 10 centimetres are probably hovering around five or to maybe even down to sort of early fours on some of the, the worst country and we're trying to get all our soil pHs in the top 10 centimetres up to six and six and a half pH. Okay. Yeah. Now traditionally you source lime off the farm um, and that's been at great cost I would imagine for, for buying in and, and freighting. You're a long way from the coast. Oh it has been costly, it's been a big investment especially given that um, your return on liming and improving your pH it's, it's such a slow and gradual process and you don't get uh, you know, repayment back in year one. Um, most of our lime so far has been sourced from the coast as uh, coastal lime sand, or sometimes we did try some uh, crushed limestone, but uh, generally it's been uh, lime sand and it's carted in and it's um, $30 freight to get it from the coast to here, which is about 300 k's and $10 for the product. So it's, um, it's quite a big investment. So a bit of an incentive there to look for your own source. And how did you go about doing that? Where did you start looking? How did you start looking? We just looked at um, yield maps to um, sort of work out where the worst yields and um, most consistent yields were on our, on our heavier types of soil and we obviously looked um, for the telltale signs of the white, um, the white rocks, that, uh, the calcium, calcified rocks that we um, identify that and then we just did a, a certain amount of tests. We did um, chose four sites and we just um, drilled and dug up the soil and, um, and sent it away for testing. So clearly location is a priority, it, it's got to be accessible to you and it's, it's got to be there on your, on, on your farm, but secondly you're saying testing also is, is a major factor in determining suitability of on-farm line. Absolutely, I mean you need to obviously try and identify a site on your farm and, um, and you have to test it. So once you've sort of chosen four or five sample sites, which the more you test the more you learn, uh, yeah definitely take some soil samples, core samples to a metre in depth and, and send them away to get tested and try and find or hope that you'll get a, um, a sample back that's actually got high neutralising value. What's the quality of the lime on your property here? Uh, ours I feel is probably borderline, it's um, about 30 to 35 percent neutralising value, um, but we can make it work even with the uh, contract movement um, 
so the digging up of the uh, soil with a dozer and the loading and the um, side tip of movement to get into the paddock is all contract and we can get it work, get it to work financially compared to um, lime sand coming from the coast. So how do you actually extract it? We, uh, we dig down to a metre and shave it um, and sort of, we do have to rip, but we shave it and rip with the uh, dozer and push it up into fingers. And then uh, once it's all, it's obviously all soft and pushed up into piles, we then use a, uh, a industrial loader to uh, pick it up and then put it into the side tip of trucks that um, transport it to the paddocks. Okay, and uh, the type of paddocks and saw top areas that you're targeting specifically? We do have um, major issues on our lighter sandier soils and uh, native wadule vegetation, um, but we actually have pH issues across the whole farm and, uh, and even on our high yielding better soil types, our mallee soils, our sort of sandy loams. And um, so it's not just confined to one soil type. What about techniques in regard to, to spreading the lime? What can you tell us about that? We just use a conventional um, belt multi-spreader, as is a Marshall spreader. And uh, just the same that we've always used for uh, spreading lime sand or gypsum. And uh, it's got obviously got to handle the um, higher rates, but um, we're aiming to spread at 12 metres and we're using an application rate at the moment of four tonne per hectare and we are working on a three to one ratio of our soil being only a third as good as the, um, the lime sand that comes from the coast. So um, here we've seen a, a, a part of the, the pile there, it's got a few, as, as you were saying before, a few bundies in there. Is that some of the issues that you're up against? Um, yeah, look, it's the same pit and it was just uh, this year, for whatever reason, when they dug it up and to do with um, the, the loader bucket, probably digging into some of the wet subsoil it's actually brought up a lot more lumps than what we had last year last year was just a really nice fine product um, but we do have a, um, a grizzly screen on top of the um, spreader which um, which will stop those lumps going in and causing any issues with the um, with blockages and that on the belt and the door um, so yeah this year the the soil that's coming to the paddock is actually a little bit rough and ready but um, that's just certainly been one of the challenges we've run into and it's a dusty old process too isn't it oh absolutely it's extremely fine extremely dusty for the most part and that's obviously what gives you the good neutralizing value and the fast reaction times in the soil and uh, th and that has caused some issues some of the um, the real the dusty sort of soil has, has got into bearings we've had bearing failures and we've also had um, you know other issues as well with wear and tear and um, and what have you but you know we've, we've tried to overcome most of that. So are you convinced enough that, that you're going to give it another crack? I mean has there been a return on investment from that first year? Oh well look I think it's probably too early to, to, too early to tell about the return on investment but we we did uh, approximately 10,000 tonne last year which was our first year and uh, and this year we we're aiming to do up to 20,000 tonne. It's, um, it's a big commitment um, it, the, the spreading time is the big the, the, the big cost in, in just chewing up man manpower. Um, we're doing um, approximately 230, 250 tonne in seven hours at four tonne per hectare, but it's just a lot of times when the conditions are good, we're going 24 hours just to try and get it smashed out. So in conclusion, uh, your advice perhaps to other growers? Oh, look, I think um, investigate, poke around for um, potential you know, high neutralising value sites and um, get it tested and uh, certainly um, I'd encourage them to um, try and identify a soil type that they can use and bring their cost down and, and improve their, um, their war on the pH. Nick Gillett, a grain grower from Ben Cubbon, about 300 kilometres northeast of Perth and Nick was speaking to Deb Bishop. To find the grower case studies and the locating and assessing on-farm lime sources ebook, 
search GRDC's website. You'll also find an active link to the publication in this podcast show notes when you search GRDC Podcasts. I'm Tony Crowley.